Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callis. It is Thursday, the 8th of June, episode 432. Today we're going to talk about soldiering on. Before we get to it, let me remind you the best way you can help me. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow it on social media. Join me in one of the groups. And ultimately, if you're happy with what I'm doing and you think we should do more of it, I would like for you to rate and review this program. Every little bit helps. My three listeners have been entirely too busy (coughs) with their uh, downloads. It's a joke, ladies and gentlemen. A joke. All right. So, on with the program. Here we go. The idea of soldiering on is even when things stink, you keep going. Even even when things are tough, you keep going. Even when the odds are stacked against you, you keep going. Even when you don't see a way forward, you trust your leaders to see it through. And if you are one of those leaders, you trust your men and women to have your back. So the three common questions, the three, the three common reoccurring things, both internally and externally that I get are why not change teams? I'll explain that in a second. I, I realize it's a little provocative. Why not walk away and why not just burn it all down? Okay. So those are the three questions that are most commonly put upon you, or if you're uh, doing what I do, you got to admit every once in a while, you you think, why am I doing this? You know, is this maybe a better option or is maybe not better option, but is this maybe where we're at? Okay. So let's, let's take it from, I guess the most aggressive view here. All right. So why not burn it all down? Well, what's funny is I, I had someone tell me that that was kind of the perception they had of me, you know, several years ago that I, that I in fact was one of those barn burners. I did want to burn it all down. I kind of chuckled because I, you know, I never really saw myself as that. And I certainly don't recall ever having that attitude, but okay, fine. Fair enough. I mean, honest critique, honest, uh, you know, response. Fair enough. I, I take it. The person quickly added, I don't see you like that now, and you haven't been like that for quite some time. So, okay, again, thank you, uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, and, and honestly, I, I took, I take no shame in that. I take no um, disappointment because, like many of you, I have a certain thing, a certain way that I go about doing things. And I, it requires a little effort to make sure that you stay consistent and you make sure you, so the only thing I could think of is I, and I, and I don't reject it is there's a whole lot of stuff that looks like they're all on the same team and we're not on it. So when I'm pushing back, uh, I'm not feeling all that obligated to leave a whole lot of carve outs for people that I consider to be good guys. Cause quite frankly, I'm hard pressed to name more than about a half a dozen in the entire country in political leadership that I would say, well, they're good guys. 
And I've got the scare quotes up just so I can remain gender neutral. <sighs> you know, it is that month and we want to make sure that we don't upset anybody, right? <laughs> we all have to walk on the pins and needles. Yeah, I don't think so. All right. So burning it down. Well, let, let's consider let's consider the outcome of burning it all down. One, I don't favor the idea of anarchy. Two, um, there is no such thing as anarchy or no government because there's always something that rushes in to fill that void. There's always going to be some power or some powers that look to influence and control things around them. So your job, if you choose to accept it, is to mitigate that as much as you can in your life, both your life and your community's life for that matter. So burning it all down might in fact be pushing us out of the frying pan that we're in right now and into the fire or the fiery hot coals below. And I'm not sure that's the best option. Now I got to say, as a self-identified Gen X individual, there is a certain temptation to let what the boomers wrought come to fruition. There is a certain temptation to continue to disdain the millennials below us or that follow us. That's a more appropriate way of saying that. The millennials that follow us, to disdain them, honestly, it would be no different than how I was disdained by the boomers in the silent generation when I was coming up. So I'm not thinking that's going to be the best option either. And again, this goes back to the underlying premise. Can you fix everything? Well, no, absolutely not. Can we fix DC? Heck no. Can we fix Austin? Maybe. Can we save Texas? Yeah, I think that's doable. Can we do anything about the other 49 states? Well, that's obviously no. I mean, some of those other states might decide to join with us at some point in the future if we are successful in our Texas that I talked about a little bit at length yesterday. And in many previous episodes, typically on Tuesdays, for those of you that don't know. But burning it all down would honestly be counterproductive. That's my big takeaway from that, right? As pleasant, or as much as that might tickle your ears out there, it's, that's a fate worse than what we've got right now, in my humble opinion. So the next one, change teams. Well, the idea being the Republican Party is so hopefully or hopelessly corrupt. There's no hope for the party. They're so compromised. They're not interested in doing the right thing. They sell us out and disappoint us all the time. You know what? Your your analysis of that is spot on accurate. You're absolutely right. But. What are my other options? The Constitution Party, the Libertarian Party, the Green Party, become a Democrat? God, no. I mean, there's really nowhere for me to go. As it is, it's sometimes a tenuous relationship with the Republicans as it is, but uh, it's not all bad. And there's a lot of good patriots, particularly in the county I live in. And even though I don't necessarily agree with every last thing, which again, We don't have automatons. We're all going to be independent and think about our own things the way we want. I don't have any real issues or complaints with the majority of the people I deal with and interact with. They want the same kind of things that I do. We may approach a little differently. We may have a different application. We might have a different end goal, but we're basically on the same path. So 
as far as changing teams, there's not really a good option. My my alternative way of looking at that is why not build the team within the team? Why not work with what's present? Why not stay with what works even though it barely works? Why not invest your time in potentially reforming or regrouping it? Now, for those of you out there, this should all sound very, very familiar. Yes, think back to, what is it, 08 when the Tea Party was formed. Or if you want to go back further, about 1980 when we got uh, Reagan to run. And for those of you wondering, yes, I in fact was too young to be involved in any of that. But I do recall, and I do recall overhearing many um, adult talking about it. It was an interesting situation because at the time, uh, Jimmy Carter, despite his failures in Iran, was seen as a quasi-conservative Southern Democrat that you know had his heart in the right place. And we had a Californian Republican who had been divorced and signed gun control laws in place who was running as harder right than Carter, which of course that's not a hard sell, but we had two decent, legitimate candidates to vote for. And back then you could make a pretty decent argument why you were a Democrat. You don't have that option anymore, unless you're a progressive leftist, in which case, yeah, you're going to be perfectly at home in the Democrat party. But my fear is, my concern is, is if I change teams, if I, if I walk away from that part of the scenario here, I'm ceding control even more so to the establishment wonks that basically don't want to change anything but just maintain their power. There, there's no tension now. The, the party loses its salt, if you will. There's no light left in the Republican Party if we patriots leave. And then we're going to be completely ruled by two bifactional mm, hating parties. They hate us. At least right now they tolerate us in the Republican Party and then they hate us in the Democrat Party. But if we were to leave the Republican Party, we'd have both parties that hate us. Now I know the common refrain is, well, there's more of us than there is of them. And if we leave and join with something else, we can build up a successful counterparty. And look at how it worked with blank. That's right. They really don't have a good explanation or a good example. The Bull Moose Party failed. The Reform Party failed. The American Party with John Anderson failed. And I, I don't remember exactly what they called themselves. It was kind of an amalgam party. The Republican Party, which is the only third party that was successful, if you exclude the idea that the Whigs were basically rebranded Federalists. But the Republican Party was essentially made up of multiple other groups and they were the progressives of their time. And the only reason why they were successful is it was in the run-up to the Civil War and they cemented their power as an outcome of the Civil War. So after the War of Northern Aggression was over and they subjugated the South and penalized them with military dictatorships, they came out of it and solidified their power. The Yankees were successful. And and honestly, today's Republican Party doesn't even reflect anything that the 1960s Republican Party, much less the 1860s Republican Party, would have stood for. 
We, we're mildly progressive, whereas the Democrat Party, which 160 years ago would have been considered a conservative party, has gone so far left, so far progressive, that the Republican Party that still exists and functions is now sought as a right-wing party, which they clearly are not. They're soft. Again, they're the only functional counterbalance to the progressive Democrats. And we have seeded our children for multiple generations to progressive farms called government schools that you might refer to as a public school. And they raise our children up the next deviation further left with each preceding generation. And we willingly surrender our posterity to them. And we act surprised when the latest crazy thing comes down the pike. So I ask you, if we walk away, well, I'm sorry, let me, let me stay on the same track. If we change teams, we're not walking away yet, but if we change teams, that Republican party that is at least mildly conservative or lesser progressive ceases to form that function. It ceases to slow down the process. And really and truly, that's all the Republican party does at this point in this day and age is slow down the march of the progressive left. Now, can we do better? Yes. Should we do better? Absolutely. Are we going to be able to? Unlikely. What are our other options? At the moment, none. There's no good other option. I I hate to admit it. I don't like it, but it is. And again, this is just a case of why do you soldier on? Because what I'm doing makes a difference. Is it giving me all I want? No. Is it going to fix all the problems? No. Is it going to be slightly better? Maybe, probably. Is it going to slow down? The crash and burn that's coming. That's the plan. That's the hope. That's what we're working for. You don't want to be in that crash and burn. The crash and burn is very, very similar to the previous scenario, which was burn it all down. You don't want to watch it all evaporate. Now, it might happen. It might be inevitable. There might be nothing more we can do to postpone it, but we have to try. We have to put in the effort. While we're talking about this, now this is the exact reason why people think to themselves, well, why not just walk away? So that's the third thing, right? You decide to soldier on because that's what you have and that's what you've got and you're trying to protect it. But the other option is to just walk away. I mean, people do it all the time. People leave California. They go to sunnier shores, metaphorically speaking. People leave Florida for a cooler environment. People leave uh, Minnesota for a less socialistic, less taxing environment or plain warmer environment. People leave New York to go to the Carolinas because it's so much cheaper and they go to uh, Florida to retire. They're walking away with what's there. They're giving it up. They're saying it's not worth their effort any longer. That Whatever this other option is, is better for them, their family, whatever their situation is. They're walking away. But taking it a step further, walking away from your political engagement, walking away from your local county government, walking away from all the entanglements and all the community that is around you, that's a tougher pill to swallow. Now, I know people that walk away from politics. I I know of people that have been somewhat successful at doing that. What's interesting is when I talked to them on an 
occasion, the one or two people that I know that have actually done this, or I listen to other people that have done it that I don't know personally, they all have the same attitude. Forget it. It's not worth it. Don't want to take, I don't want to hear it. It's almost like they're bitter about it at times, but they say they live a better, more peaceful life. They say they enjoy the fact that they're not worrying about that anymore. And I get it. I really do. I, my fear is, though, they're living on borrowed time because when you ignore something, it continues to grow. When you try and uh, get away from something and it pursues you, you don't have a choice. The only other option you have is to engage. So that's what I do. I engage each and every day. I soldier on because in my mind, walking away isn't really a viable option. And boy, there are days I wish it was. I daydream about it. Well, maybe if I could just go to you know, rural East Texas, rural Northeast Texas. Oh, maybe I can go in the upper peninsula of uh, Michigan. I mean, don't get me wrong. My wife would beat me up if I tried to move her up to the ice cold Northern Michigan, but I'm just saying somewhere rural. I mean, or, or the backwoods of Alabama, not that I'd want to live anywhere near a swamp, but they have nice dry forests in the areas there, right? I mean, there are plenty of places that you could try and go or, or my favorite Hmm. fantasy location or relocation, you know, mid-Idaho, Wyoming, right? The the American Redoubt. Yeah, those are all great fantasies, but even if you go there, you're not walking away from anything. I mean, the front line is in Idaho right now, just like it is in Texas. It's not going anywhere. In fact, if you walk away, it's just going to follow you. I fled here 27 years ago or what, or 26 years ago now, trying to get away from the socialistic milieu that is Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And when I got here, it was so much better. And the longer I've been here and the more Yankees that have come here, the less better it gets. Now, I believe most of those people don't mean any harm. They don't mean to ruin things, but they can't help themselves. They're Yankees and they act like Yankees and they behave like Yankees and they want their Yankee stuff. In all honesty, as a reformed Yankee, I do enjoy being able to get a nice sub sandwich. I do like my frozen custard and it's really nice that I can get a Kringle at the grocery store. And while we're at it, even though I'm not supposed to drink it anymore at all, we do have Sprecher root beer in McKinney, Texas, it's fantastic. But you know what? Along with that, I got 100,000 Yankees here. And they want to do Yankee things and Yankee-fy my city. Now, I don't know that that's going to be the best thing long term. (laughs) Evidence suggests it's a very bad thing. But the flip side of that equation is there are generations of young people here that went through our school systems And they hate America, they hate Texas, and they hate us. And unfortunately, a lot of them have been told to hate themselves because of who their parents are. Draw your own conclusions there. Is this what we wanted? Is this what's best? No. But again, how do you walk away from that? It's going to follow you. There is not getting away. An old refrain, and I'm going to have to dust it off and start uh, saying it at least once a week now. (laughs) I know I threatened it once before. You might not care about politics, but politics cares about you. I don't think it's necessarily an original statement or original thought for me, but from the very earliest episodes, 400 and some odd ago, 
I would bring that up from time to time. I know a lot of people, they don't want to talk about politics. They don't want to talk about religion because they've been told for generations, oh, it's impolite to talk about both of those things and you don't want to upset people. Well, if you don't know how to talk about them, you're not willing to engage in that conversation. You're not willing to maybe get your feelings hurt every once in a while when you're talking to somebody. How are you ever going to grow? How are you ever going to get better? How are you ever going to understand what's going on around you? You're not. Oh, well, I can come up with those conclusions on my own and I am so smart and I can do everything. Okay, well, that's fine. And maybe, maybe you're the exception to the rule. But guess what? For the vast majority of the other people in the population, they grow from interaction and they grow from better understanding from learning from other people. So I ask you, realistically, do you think you can walk away, much less walk away from anything for long term successfully? I don't think so. I don't think that's possible. I wish it was. Boy, man, if I if I had a little bit of money and a good destination to go, I'd be willing to try it. Now, I might end up being single and I might not ever get to see my kids. <laughs> but in my fantasy, oh, yeah, I'll try that. The reality hits me upside the head. No, dummy, you can't do those things. You have commitments. You have family. You have you have life right here, right here in McKinney, Collin County, Texas. You're invested. You you have all these things that are important in your life. While that fantasy sounds nice and maybe for a week's vacation you can go and enjoy it, the reality is you're right here where you're at. You have to accept it and work with what you've got. And you really and truly, your job is to make things better. Your job is to push back. Your job is... To advocate for what's right. So in conclusion, right? We're going to wrap it up early today. Wow. Okay. So there is no burn it all down. That's just bad idea. As a, as a impolite fantasy from time to time, maybe it puts a smile on your face, but the reality is far worse than what you think. There isn't anything to be gained from changing teams. Now, I want to put a caveat on that right here. There may come a time that we don't have another option. There may become a time or a situation where, why would I continue to play along? Why? Why would they don't want me here anymore? They don't need me and they kick me out. Okay, well, yeah, then then you got to go change teams. You got to go join another party or get involved in a different activity. You know what? And honestly, what I do for the TNM on my own volition, I'm not a paid lobbyist or whatever else. I just love what they're doing. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a way to fight back against the system. But I might eventually find myself out the door with the Republican Party. And that's a risk I gladly take. But for right now, there's nothing to be gained from anybody from walking away and changing teams. So that leaves, finally, the walk away from it all, right? And I realize I've kind of flubbed that. Changing teams, because when you walk away from a party, you're the, if you're walking away, in theory, you're going to go change teams. And there's a different version of walk away. So for the purposes of this discussion, walking away means you're just disengaging from politics altogether. You're, you're just trying to get away from everything. And while, again, that sounds like a plenty fantasy, fantasy full situation, right? 
like a, a pleasant outcome, if you will. But reality strikes. You can't. There's nowhere you're going to go and be away from everything. You can pretend. You can, you can plug your ears, cover your eyes, but it's going to follow you. Today's rural enclave of sane people that leave each other alone is tomorrow's exurban, which is next week's suburb. They're going to take it. They're going to ruin it. If you don't fight back, you don't push back, you don't make a difference right here, right now, there's going to be nothing left to preserve. Now, sadly, uh, the party I belong to seems to be already defending the very thing that they were abhorred or found abhorrent a little over uh, 20 years ago or less than 20 years ago, I guess. So I'm not excited about that in any shape or form. But again, that's what I got to work with. I accept the cards I've been dealt. I accept the life that I have. I'm going to push back and stand on my own two feet and advocate for what I think is liberty and what liberty looks like in McKinney, Collin County, Texas, right here, right now. But I know I may be in a minority. Now, how small that minority is, don't know. But you know what? All that's needed is a tirelessly committed minority to win. So the real question is, will you join me? Will you make the most of it with me right here, right now? Will we take back our country? Will we hold the line in Texas? And if we're really bold, will we push for our own independence? If that is something worth soldiering on for, if that's something worth working for, you're in the right place. Come and join me. I'm here Monday through Friday. Try and get the post up by 315. Don't always make it. And occasionally, just occasionally, I put out an extra episode here and there. And every once in a while, I do miss a day or two in the week. Life gets in the way. But it's part of my commitment to be here at least four times a week, if at all possible. And with that, this has been According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.